Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. Greetings and welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. Oh, that was nice. That, that was nice, nice and I calm. Want nice and calm. That was kind of no high pitch and you know. No, you're you know good. me. I mean, I like to be up here. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, no. I'm up here, I crash farther down. Yeah. Hey, well, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> it is it is February, the month of love, yeah. and this is the. Oh, yeah, I got some love songs first. Oh no! Please. <laughs> Are these some good ninety songs? You guys know these songs, huh? You're gonna make us want to have another baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, oh Warren, you ready for another one? I'm done. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, look, this is the the third week. We're on our third week. We're on our third week in the month of February, yes. which is the month of love, right? And we we're having special guests on this month. This whole talk, month. This whole month, right? To talk about the four five, P's, the four the four P's, P's of love. The five P's. No, no so that was last month. There was five. Okay. The four P's of love. <laughs> four P's of love. So we started out the month with um patient love. We had Jared and you Melissa. You need to listen on. to that one a little more because you have no patience. You would be quiet. <laughs> You'd be nice. <laughs> we had Jared and Melissa the first week on patient love. Right. Uh, week two, we had Chris and Alicia on practical love. Yeah. And with a household of kids. There's got to find ways to have practical love. This week we have Albert and Lauren joining us, and they're going to talk about pursuing love. Hey. So our third P, our third P is for pursuing pursue love. Love and Albert and Lauren are it's a couple that we have mentored. We've mentored, and you married, and I married. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I see all those couples we, I yeah. married. So, so it's been they, a fun. They've grown a lot. I need worry. We're, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on. She's playing with my phone. And she doesn't need to play with my phone. So uh, <laughs> I, I I heard something um this week. I'm I'm studying to be on this uh first responder mental health uh coaching by uh, board certified. And and a guy said something in that in one of the lessons, and he says, We can't bring anybody to Christ until that person knows who they really are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm looking at this and we, You've got a statement in here. It's number five. I'm jump down a little bit. But when you fully understand God's love and are able to receive it, only then can you fully express and show the same love to others. I love that. Yeah. So that principle kind of like it starts way back here when we're talking to somebody, right? If they don't really, you know, know their self, how can they fully, you know, accept Christ? And then as we grow, then the love starts. We learn how to love ourselves, mm -hmm. and once we love ourselves. Then we can learn to love others. I love that. So we're going to get right. a little deeper into that. Yeah, but yeah, let's do that. First of all, I just want to just welcome um, Albert and Lauren. Yeah. So thank you. We, we said that Randy married you. We've been mentoring you. How long have you guys been married? Since uh, March of 2020. Oh, yeah. In that down <laughs> yeah. year. We, we had nobody at our wedding 
Only the people that can it, counted. Yeah. Right? California was shut down. We couldn't have more than 10 people. So we said no one's going. Yeah. <laughs> but it was beautiful. It was a beautiful night. It was a beautiful day. Um, and you guys have a blended family. So share us a little bit about your blended family so the uh, listening audience can know that you guys have got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, we got some stripes that we earned along the way. Um, yeah, so uh, me and my wife, Lauren, actually, so I have two boys already when I had met Lauren. And Lauren had a son already as well. So we automatically, when we became one, we actually became a family of five. Uh, right away and uh, now uh, three years later we have two beautiful babies of our own and so now this family of five has turned into a family of seven <laughs> a lot of family yeah no that's great and and it's been it's been um a fun journey watching you grow we're super super proud of you guys and um you know just what you guys put out you get back so much more because of the love that you guys show each yeah. other. And you're perfect. You're really a great example of that. So this, this week we're going to be talking about pursuing love. So um, why don't you guys start with kind of just sharing what is pursuing love to you? What, what does that really mean? Yeah, absolutely. And so me and Lauren, we actually have uh, come up with some practical ways that we would love to share with you and kind of go over with you guys here um, on this podcast. And so one of uh, the ways that we like to pursue love or we think about a practical way of pursuing love is uh, it takes sacrifice, number one. Yeah. Yeah. And so pursuing love takes sacrifice. And so if you want to bring it back to scripture, because everything's going to be first and foremost, always has to do with God and Jesus, right? Without him, there is nothing. Yeah. So you can't pursue anything. We don't have love. There's nothing there. And so when pursuing love takes sacrifice, what I mean by that is this is the most uh, influential scripture that anybody has ever heard if you know about Christ even just a little bit or growing up in Bible school but um, John three sixteen, right so for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life mm -hmm. and so sacrificial life or sacri uh, pursuing love and the sacrificial um, way that God did it was he gave us his son Jesus right and so he gave us something that was um, his most precious right to him the closest thing to him and so um, for us in order for us to um, live um, like a sacrificial life we have to give that same love to our wife mm -hmm. or our spouse or our husband and so Jesus died and what are we dying to every day with our spouse yeah. and that's something that we kind of learned from you guys um, I know when we got married I started tear up because I got kind of scared because Pastor Randy was reading our vows and stuff and he said uh husbands are to live yeah it was Ephesians 5 I believe and he 5, said 525 yeah and it was uh you know husbands love your wives like Christ uh loved the church and died for it and so what are you dying for on a daily basis for your spouse what are you sacrificing right real quick yeah <laughs> Remember he said I'm not your mate <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah so um you know sacrificial love uh, or uh, sacri pursuing love for us, one of one of the most important things is making sure that it's sacrificial, right? We want we want to make sure that we're sacrificing, that we're dying to ourselves, right? Sometimes um, we're always in love, but if we don't get a we don't get along, there's sometimes we gotta bite our tongue and not say something, right? So I'm sacrificing something there, right? Mm -hmm. Or Lauren might want to do something that I don't want to do, and what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna sacrifice. Um, 
you know, letting go of what I really want to do and make sure that I can fulfill the needs of my wife. Like yeah. watching 90 Fiance. Yeah, 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> yeah. <Goodness. laughs> we want that's a huge, you. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge sacrifice for me. <laughs> Hey, I got him watching it. So. I watch. I, I love watching them. Them shows them, um, the crash and burn shows. You know? Yeah, it's like what's going to happen this week? What kind of life yeah. go down this week? You know, makes us look really good yeah. though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really does. You look at the like these couples of the world. It's like, oh man, you think like because they're rich and they have money and they look pretty and stuff that they have it all together. And it's like, oh man, you put them on the camera, they're not even close. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm watching it because it makes me feel better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things, and I love this, that you put this in here too, is you talk about pursuing love is knowing your spouse's love language and filling it. Um, mm -hmm. That was kind of one of the first things that uh, I know I remember learning uh, through church and stuff is knowing your love language, knowing your own love language, and then knowing your spouse's love language and being able to feel it. So share a little bit about that each of you what is what is each of your love languages and then how do you feel each other's love language um i would say albert's is words of affirmation mm -hmm. and for me in the beginning i had to learn how to give him a lot of affirmation because my love language is quality time and, and physical touch mm -hmm. so for me i had to learn that and it's it's crazy because you don't just stay on one or two love languages like when you grow you end up changing so recently I would say a couple of weeks ago I was giving Albert a massage and he Ooh, had like a big knot in his back yeah <laughs> and in the middle of the massage pursuing your love give him massages yeah. there you go. that's, that's <laughs> one way to do it <laughs> so in the middle of the massage he like started crying and he's like hey you don't love me and I was like what are you talking about and I've noticed that his love language has changed. Yeah, so I got like real emotional. I don't know if that's ever happened to you or anybody listening, but like you get in, you're getting a massage, and then all of a sudden, like a certain touch or a certain area in your body just like opens, just like a mm -hmm. galaxy of different emotions. Yeah. And um, I personally haven't really experienced that before, and all of a sudden, I'm having like this overwhelming emotion. And I just start crying out of nowhere. And it's just me and my wife. And I'm like, babe, you don't love me. And he's like, she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't know where that came out of. And so we started talking. And I'm just like, you know what, babe? Like, I think my love language right now is actually quality time because I feel like we haven't spent any time together. Like, I'm working so much. And by the, you know, I'm working 10 to 12 hours a day. And by the time I come home, it's already late. We're doing dinner. We're putting the kids to sleep. And then it's repeat the next day, right? And I feel like we're not spending so much time with each other. And so, um, you know, pursuing your partner's love language is so important, like, and knowing the needs and knowing what it is, because, you know, we can give out as much love as we think that we're giving out. And we think that it's being effective. But in reality, if that's not our spouse's love language, it's really not doing anything for them. Yeah. And so it's really good that we're open that we're able to communicate that because then when we're having dialogue together, we're able to express like, hey, these are my needs right now. And this is what I'm looking for. So let's try to put something together so we can fulfill it. Um, and so I think that's that, that's great, right? Yeah, that's good. You know, you mentioned something about, you know, having the kids, putting the kids to bed and all that. And part of pursuing love is finding time for each other. Mm -hmm. um, so, and part of you know, when you have young babies like you guys have, that does make it difficult how do you guys, how are you able to pursue each other with 
because you've got the big gap. You've got the older boys and then you've got the younger boys. How are you able to to actually pursue love with each other when you've got such a spread of ages in your home? <laughs> yeah. And and, uh, and a spread of needs in your home. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like pursuing each other, like uh, along with that comes like intimacy, right? And it's very important. And I would say like for us, like that's kind of hard to do, to be honest. Like it's something that we kind of struggle with, like, yeah, like we have we have the two babies and so Julian and Josiah are so needy, but yet the older kids are so needy as well. And so like it's like, man, like how can we find time for each other? We have a household that is full. I'm working all the time. She's at home doing all the stuff that she needs to do to make sure that our our home is what it needs to be. And it's like, man, like we're not finding time for each other. And so uh, we need to be really intentional, really is what that looks like. And so we schedule things right like um you know just the way I schedule a lot of client meetings and stuff at work like we have to be intentional and schedule like a breakfast or a lunch right because I know once we come home we probably can't give all of that until um, all the kids are asleep and sometimes that can take a long time and sometimes Lauren's falling asleep with the baby <laughs> so um you know we have to be intentional on scheduling things like that right getting alone time um trying to be intimate in those moments as well because um we don't know when we're going to get that again and so really pursuing the time and setting the schedules to do that is really what helps us yeah, yeah we try to have other parents watch the babies but if they can't watch the babies then we'll schedule the babies in when Albert's at work and we'll do lunch and we'll have we'll pick a, a spot where Julian can go and play while we can talk with the baby mm -hmm. yeah and that's good because you know a lot of intimacy I mean I remember you know thinking intimacy with nothing but sex in the bedroom but mm -hmm. so, important. that is important yeah. but there's so many other things that we can do to fill each other's uh intimate that's needs what, yeah. and you Lauren you yeah. said yeah. you know going to the park letting Julian run and having lunch with Albert where you guys can sit across from the table and look in each other's eyes and just have a healthy conversation yeah uh, picking up a, a coffee and dropping it off you know just little things like that are so important and we forget mm. about that and mm. also you know the I'm big, you guys know, I'm a big proponent of, you know, what we do in our home is what we're teaching our kids. Yeah. And so it's so important that we, sh that you or we, all of us display that pursuing love in a healthy way so that our kids are learning how to pursue love in a healthy way as well. Right. So, uh, you, you have a lunch at a park. I remember when I was in Betty Ford, you yeah. would meet me over there a couple of times a week at the Pacific Center Park. Mm -hmm. Well, I would do some of my homework and you would just bring me lunch over there and we just sit and we did, you know, sometimes we talked, sometimes we didn't because I was doing some of the work I needed to do for Betty Ford. But that was, those are special moments for me, right? It was like, yeah, this is all worth it because Kathy, she's here with me. She's, she's part of this whole, whole, um, this whole journey. So those are those, that's how we, we built a lot of intimacy is, is in those moments. Yeah. You know, yeah, emotional connection is good too. Like building that, it's yeah. not just there's different types of intimacies, like you said. Yeah, no, that's yeah, good. yeah. Daily check-ins help out a lot too, right? Like there's sometimes where maybe we can't um connect like in a physical level, and so it's like you know Lauren's calling me, you know, mm -hmm. while I'm at work, or I'm calling her and asking her like how her day's going, and I'm, and it's like, hey babe, I got five minutes before I jump in the meeting, so I'm being intentional, and I'm gonna call you, and I'm gonna ask how you're doing. Yeah. Do you need anything before I come home? Like, and so we're connecting and we're touching point with each other and making sure that 
both of us are intentional with, you know, just those daily check-ins or, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, a couple times a day or whatever that is, right? And um, sometimes we're very spontaneous. Like, I'll just show up out of nowhere and surprise her or like, hey, like, I'm down the street where you are. So why don't we just connect and go somewhere or do something? So um, those little daily check-ins help out a lot as well. Yeah, they do. They do. That's that's true. Yeah, I think that, you know, it all comes down to a lot of things that we've, you know, we've embedded in you guys, we've embedded in ourselves is that communication mm-hmm. and yeah. pursuing love. How uh, Communication has a lot to do with that yes. as well. Yeah. You know, not reading each other's minds on what those needs are. So um, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because communication is one of the keys that helps keep a healthy marriage. Um, right. Yeah. And using the right words and the right language and, and yeah. being patient with each other. And we've had patient love, we've had practical love and pursuing love. And all of those are really important components into working towards a healthy marriage. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a question that just kind of came to me that was this not on any, any of our information, but when you guys are struggling, let's say you guys have had a little tiff or you had a disagreement or you're, you know, maybe you're struggling somewhere else, but it's affecting your marriage. How do you overcome that struggle to get back on track to pursuing each other? Because sometimes it's like, I know that we've had situations where I was like, I don't even want them in the same room with me, but I, we come <laughs> back together eventually. So how do you guys work through those, those situations where you're in a struggle, whether it's with each other or just a personal struggle sometimes? Yeah, I think like for us, we set this up like really early in our marriage um, and even in our friendship when we were growing was that one of the rules that we told each other is that we're never going to raise our voices at each other and we're not going to yell at each other. Or be disrespectful. Or be, yeah, because the moment we do that, if I start yelling at her in my mind, I've already lost my respect for my wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're trying to be, be proactive and trying to capture that before it even goes to the next level, right? Mm-hmm. And does that always work? No, it doesn't all the time. But um, there's a lot of times where we're not reacting to things because we're so proactive on the other things. And so we've already come into this marriage training ourselves, training our minds and training our tongue um, and disciplining ourselves so we don't get to those moments. But when we do, um, a lot of times it's just like, hey, we're going to separate right now and you can go into one room or I'll stay out here. Or if it's over the phone, like, hey, I'm just going to hang up now and we'll we'll connect at a later time. And usually like if it's like if we're at work or something like I'll just do the text and say, you know, usually I'll recognize that it's my fault. And I'll just say, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm sorry. Um, I'm just going through some stuff at work right now and kind of express my feelings and then she'll express the same and let me know like she understands and then you know we're back to normal again so thank god that we have those healthy tips a lot of them that we learned from you guys um to really help cultivate our relationship in marriage and to make sure that you know when we do have disagreements we're not staying like that and we're not going to sleep like that that's great we don't let it escalate either we don't yeah like we try to nip it in the butt right then and there like very rarely will it last more than like an hour or something like we're trying to like make sure that we're taking care of it in the moment um while we can yeah and i say like even when we get like super mad we'll just be like you need to go to the other room yeah Yeah, and i think too one of the things i know that that you guys have and i i think it's super super important is to have a community of people in your life that you can go to when you're struggling independently whether it's it, and sometimes the, the struggle in the marriage has nothing to do with the marriage. It has to do with the individual. And so right. um, I think that that's something that's really important that we all have that, that person or persons that we can trust 
um, that understands and that has kind of been on a similar journey to be able to uh, just to share that with, because I know you want to share when you used to get frustrated with me, you would always call somebody before you came home. Yeah. And I think that's it. That was one of the keys. It was important early on because a lot of times the frustration wasn't at Kathy, like like you mentioned, Aubrey, you know, to be you're having a bad day or something happened mm-hmm. the day, and we're carrying that anger around. It has nothing to do with our mm-hmm. spouse, but yet they're the ones that are most likely going to take the hit. We don't want that. <clears throat> don't want, I don't right. want. I don't want. It. So a lot right. of times, what I did in recovery, I had lots of guys in my in my phone. If I couldn't get a hold of my my my, my main mentor. Then I would start calling these other guys until I could talk to somebody and they would talk me down so that when I walked in the house that night, right, I could be, I could be good with Kathy. I wouldn't be taking yeah. a bad day on Kathy that day because I was able to vent it out and see, get some right. perspective on what I was feeling and thinking. That, that, that's yeah. critical stuff, you know, so that we can pursue our love, our, our wife with pure love and not with anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having a, that that right support group around you is definitely important. And you know, you brought something up uh, right now that just reminded me of something. Is I have like a daily habit that I do um, before I get home, and I don't even think my wife knows this. I don't think I've ever expressed this to her, but it's kind of just like my own little thing. Um, and I don't know why I learned it, but I've been doing it for the past couple years now, maybe even more. Um, but before I get home, um, I usually stay in my truck for like. 60 seconds mm. once I park and I just say a quick little prayer and I'm asking God hey like whatever I went through today um, I'm gonna leave that here and I'm gonna walk in and help me to be the best husband I can be to my wife and the best father I can be to my children mm. and then I, I walk in and I'm able to release that before I walk in and I'm able to enjoy the things that I have right my home my family my children um, and so that's like a daily practice that I've always done so I'm trying to take something out take something off of me so when I come in I'm able to receive things and the love that my family has for me yeah that just opens up the windows and the doors and everything to keep that love keep pursuing the love in a healthy way because you're not carrying all of that in with you yeah so, yeah that, that's great um do you have any other questions that you can think of I no, think no, we've no. covered a lot of that um if you guys had one thing each of you maybe to share on one tip one focal tip that you could share on pursuing well, yeah, love before we go to that question okay. there's something really important that he put here it's not it's number five um Albert, pursuing love means pursuing god mm-hmm. you want to elaborate on that's really 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 important yeah no it, it, it definitely is like i think about how i think about scripture and you know they come to jesus in the gospels and they ask him you know, what are the, what, what's the greatest commandment, right? And Jesus comes back and he says, love your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then love your neighbor as yourself. It sounds great and, 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 and all of that, but the problem is, is that in this world and even with each other and really um, with people that are broken, we don't understand what love is. Like, even when we come to Christ, we don't understand what love is, right? And even when we're saved, sometimes we still don't understand what love is. And so I can only love my neighbor to the, to, I can only love my neighbor to the effect that I love myself. And if I'm unhealthy, then the love that I'm going to give out is also going to be unhealthy. Right. And so I'll, until I fully understand and receive the love of God, then am I able to pour that out to my wife? 
then am I am I able to really pour that out to my children? And so it's really um about understanding that love, receiving that love, and accepting that love, right? Because um we can think that God is a, a condemning God or or puts us in shame, like Adam and Eve in the garden, they they hid because of shame. They didn't understand God's love in that moment. Yeah. But when we're able to fully understand his love and know that there is no condemnation for us and that he loves us and there's nothing that can separate his love for us. Well, now I'm able to accept that and give that same love to my wife every day, every night, every moment and every hour of the day. And because she receives it and understands it, she's able to pour that into our children while she's here all day with them. Yeah, yeah that's great. And pour it back into you, you know, absolutely. I feel like, you know, the more I am given, the more I, the more I receive, the more I can give away. It's just that. Right. Kind of- filling up of each other whether it be love whether it be a pat on the butt whether it just be a kiss on the (laughs) cheek you know all of those things are important because when I receive it I want to give it away you know yeah like we say in recovery you gotta you know gotta give it away gotta give it away yeah and so if I give it away I know I'm getting it back it's just it's full circle at that point (laughs) yeah yeah so I can give it back to you hey You know, that's what a healthy marriage looks like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when we're pursuing God, what is God? God is love. Yeah. Yeah. What is love? Love is God. But what is love? First Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. That's exactly what love is. Yeah. So if somebody's I, I don't have the scripture right in front of me, so I can't memorize that much. Love is patient. Love is things. kind. Yeah. yeah. Love keeps no record of wrong. That's the number one thing. Yeah. If you're keeping right, if you're keeping track of your spouse's wrongs you need to to pursue love that makes it real hard to pursue (laughs) love you know yeah absolutely i mean you think about christ right the scripture says that like when we come to him and we repent like he remembers our sin no more it's as far as the east is to the west right and so if he can do that and we're christ followers every time that we want to follow christ and the more we pursue christ the more we should want to be like him yeah and so why Let's forget about those things. Yeah. <laughs> right. They Let's serve, have... They don't serve a purpose. Yeah. They don't serve a means. purpose. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I love that. I I don't have time for that, really. It's just enough <laughs> on my plate. Why am I going to worry about the past? You know, right. I've got to yeah. keep pushing forward in the future. <laughs> yeah. So um, I got more booty to grab. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, sir. So, um, so I get a handful at least three or four times a day. Yeah, so what happens yeah. Tired and you're in the house together all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you had a tip on pursuing love, each of you, why don't you just share what your what your number one thing that comes to your mind that you would want somebody you want to pass on to somebody else to implement? Um, I would say always be intentional. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. You never stop pursuing that person and always date them and like remind them just like how it's important for us to stay in the word how god tells us to meditate on it it's important mm-hmm. for us to remind ourselves that we love them and like that we support them and we're there for them and we're a team yeah, yeah. All implement that time together that's oh, great because you don't want to lose that connection and then that's usually what happens when you lose that connection sometimes someone goes their way and they you know yeah start to wonder i like that we're a team that's so true it is i man i have nothing to say that was really good she, she hit it really good um i don't know i'm to you huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I, I think for me it's just like never stop having fun 
you know, pursue those moments where you guys can have fun, you can be goofy together, like, make sure that you guys are still best friends, and you're able to do stupid things together, and, and, you know, like, you know, we, we were talking about it earlier, like, whenever I can, I'm gonna try to slap my spouse's booty whenever I can, and um, just have fun with her, you know, um, and in return, I'm, I'm hoping she wants to have fun with me, and I don't know, I think that's why we have so many kids, but, um, you know, that you know, good to do with it, yeah, but you know having fun and you know your spouse should be your best friend right and I think if there's anything that we've learned in these past what seven to eight months now like you know we came out to Texas on a leap of faith and not knowing anybody and you know our relationship has grown a lot stronger from that right and so uh we have we've always been each other's best friends but um we we've developed even a deeper level of that now and so um you know, always pursue your, your spouse and make sure that they're your best friends and, and make sure that you keep that strong. That's good. I love that. Yeah. Thank you guys. Absolutely. I'm so proud. <laughs> you guys are great. You've come a long ways. I'm, yeah. We've, we've been with you from your struggles to your yeah. victories to your marriage and yeah. babies and everything. So well, this is the fruits of your guys' labor. Your, yeah. your guys' hard work. Oh, we love you guys. We love you guys a lot. Ooh, okay, I don't want to get teary-eyed here because okay. I feel it coming. <laughs> so, you guys, thank you so much. We so appreciate you, and uh, we know you support us. And, you know, Absolutely. all together, we're better together in community. We're better together as friends, and we could reach more people in the kingdom. And that's I know that's your heart. That's our heart. And we just want to keep pursuing that, pursuing God so we can pursue each other, so we can pursue the kingdom. So. Yes. Anyways, thank you all for listening. Um, thank you for joining us. We have a call to action this month. The month of February is tag a friend. Tag your it. Ta- hey. <laughs> tag a friend. Well, I'm glad I'm your friend. That's good. Okay. Tag yeah. your it. Okay. So you can't tag me back. You got to tag them now. You can't do that because I'm out of here. I got it. <laughs> See, this is about having fun. This is what Albert's talking about. Yeah. Yes. Doing that fun with your friend. Um, no, this month is a our call to action is tag a friend. So if you're listening, um, make sure you share this the the podcast with somebody. Share tag a friend on social media. Um, you'll see our posts come up throughout the week, and uh, Albert and Lauren are going to do their own little spiel and reel of uh, promoting on their end. So make sure that you're tagging a friend, inviting friends to listen, inviting friends to join. If, if you're um, watching the, if they're listening to the podcast. Subscribe to our podcast also. Okay? Yeah, healing beautifully. Yeah. You'll find that on the easiest place. It's on Anchor, but the easiest place to go, most people listen to, is Spotify. So just look up Healing Courageously on Spotify, and you'll find us there. Um, we also want to share that you can get your free download this month of your seven-day devotional. Forty-day devotional of the wholeness. Ooh. We're doing. The, I thought that we're doing the well, workbook this month. That's next month. Oh, God, yeah, see, I'm all ahead of myself. Thirty-day devotional. We got so much going on. Thirty-day devotional to wholeness. All you have to do is go to changeyourlifestorynow.com. Uh, put in your information. You can get the uh, PDF version of the 30-day devotional to wholeness. Mm-hmm. And if you're interested in getting a 30-minute free coaching consultation, please go to changeyourlifestorynow.com. I say 30 day again. No, I said 30 minute. I caught okay. myself. Right. That's 30 days, 30 <laughs> minutes. Um, that is something that uh, we know that we reach. We can help people mm-hmm. like we have with Lauren and Albert. We've journeyed with them. And uh, so we invite you to do... Uh, to go to that website and take care of that. 
And we also want to just share a little bit about our foundation. Uh, Courageous Healers Foundation is a nonprofit. This is a foundation that was started probably about 12 years ago now. Yeah. And um, our foundation is there to help men, family, and children heal from the scars of trauma. Um, that's Randy's story. That's his, his walk, his journey. And that's where God has led him to. And so we, oh, the baby's there. <laughs> oh God, I got distracted. Um, we ask that you visit that website, CourageousHealers.org. Um, we work solely on donations and your donations help others who can't afford um, coaching, who can't afford healing in their journey. Um, we have some people that will do a monthly donation and it's set up for an auto. Um, other people will pay or put out a one-time donation. It is tax deductible. If finances is not an area for you, we just ask that you keep us in prayer because the foundation, we know there's so many people out there that are hurting. There's a lot of mental health going on. Randy's getting a certification right now for mental health um, and trauma healing. And so we just invite you to check out the website, see what we do, find out who we are, and then make sure you share that with somebody who may need that help. And then our final pitch here is these beautiful books that Randy has so worked so hard at. Well, we got four of them. I'm still contemplating writing another book. And I got two two subjects I want to write on, mm -hmm. but we'll see what, what God leads me to do. Yep. So first of all, the 30-day devotional, Amazon paper book, or if you go to changeyourlifestorynow.com. Download well, it for free. You can download it for free if you give us your contact information and sign up for the monthly newsletter that we're not going to hit you with 5,000 pieces of mail once a month as a newsletter. Yep. The seven-day challenge. Uh, workbook that is available on Amazon and paperback. We got Healing the Wounded Child Within, number one international bestseller. That's a, an, on Amazon paperback, Audible, and Kindle. And right? that's really about hope and healing. That's really a book about hope, about hope and, healing. and healing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a book that not only survivors need need to read, not only male survivors need to read, but everybody really female needs to read. Female as survivors, well as family members, spouses, yeah. family members. It's really gonna give you some insight and some methods of healing okay? and understanding and too. understanding and Good. now this is kathy's I'll let no, her i'm say. gonna let albert say it because oh. he speaks spanish how do you say that can you see it albert oh sanar las uh heridas del niño interior Ooh, yeah. see, he's good <laughs> good so this is the healing the wounded child within in spanish finally let's uh, go after many requests and that's available on amazon on paperback and on kindle so um, get yours now. I guarantee you, you won't regret. Sorry, I got excited. The uh, there. You will be blessed. Pick them up. Yes, yeah. yes. Guarantee you'll be blessed. So got anything else? No, I'm just so grateful and honored that we have friends like you guys and that we're spreading yeah. our love all over the country. So yeah. we had, yeah, yeah we had uh, Albert, I mean, Albert and, and Lauren are in Texas. We've got Chris and Alicia in Alabama. 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 And then we've got Alyssa and Jared in California. And we've got some other friends in Tennessee. So hey. we're spreading the love. Yes, we are. Thank you guys so much for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Love Thank you. you. Yeah, it was a privilege. Albert, your smile is infectious. So is yours, Lauren. You guys both, it's, you just, you're right there. You're stable. So oh, we appreciate you. you. Well, we got to go to Texas. I know we're going okay. to Texas. We're coming to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We love you. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for Thank joining you. us today, guys. Yeah. Right. We appreciate all you listeners out there. Um, we hope you are enjoying our podcast. We got um, next month. 
next month. March miracles. Mir and we got some uh, we got some miracles lined up. Yes, thanks so, to Albert. He's sent yeah, a couple Albert, people our way. So we're yeah, excited those about are next month. both of those are powerful, powerful. Yeah. Powerful. yeah. So so hey guys, nobody tells you to love you today. Remember, Randy does. Kathy does. More importantly, God, God does. does. Be blessed, everybody. Bless. Have a great week. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. <laughs>